Welcome to the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast, where I empower you to achieve your weight loss goals and live a healthier, happier life. I'm your host, Kara Hackelman, a dedicated weight loss coach and advocate for positive change. Join me as we dive into insightful conversations, expert tips, and inspiring stories to help you transform your relationship with food and your body. Get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery and sustainable weight And don't forget to stick around until the end for a special call to action that can kickstart your transformation. Let's get started. I just want to start with happy holidays. It's a great holiday season and I am loving it. The other thing is, is that it's not so great for everybody, right? A lot of us have holiday events and we have families who are looking at our bodies. They are judging our bodies and worse yet, we are judging our bodies. And so as you're uh, heading into the holiday, the Thanksgiving is just next week, I really wanted to take time, and so we've talked about criticism, we've talked about gratitude, we've talked about all those things, but the truth is, your body is going to be exactly what it looks like today on the holiday. And so you can decorate it differently, you can do a lot of things differently, but you're still taking your body to the holiday event. And for some people, we have, um, we have, oh, what is it she calls it? One of my mentors calls it Uncle Bocephus, and it's like the relative who says everything that's on their mind and thinks that it's their duty to share it with you. So as you are getting ready to run in and and see Uncle Bocephus and everyone else, I want to help get our mind right. So today, I want to talk about how can you love a body that you hate? It sounds a little counterproductive, but you got to start somewhere. And so right now you may like parts of your body. You may not like a single thing about it. And having the idea of going to a family event where you're going to be with other people who will be seeing your body, it might be a lot for you right now. So I want to get your mind right so that when you go, you have just a little bit more uh, ability to handle the Uncle Bo Cephas's. So I want to start with saying, I don't love everything about my body either. And so when I say something so drastic, how to love a body you hate, it's going to come with shades of gray. It's going to come very multicolored. That means we have lots of thoughts. And if we broke apart every single piece of it, you're going to have lots of opinions. So with that, what I want to say is, I don't love every part of my body either. And I I can jump on the bandwagon with the best of them and pick my body apart. So the example I'm going to use, it happened over the weekend. So it really changed what I was going to talk about. I was at a conference and um, it was a weight loss conference and it was about journaling. So we're writing all of our thoughts and feelings down, which you tell if we were friends, you're going to a journaling camp and they will look at you like you just, you know, became a hippie or some craziness. So I go to this camp and I want to look cute. I want to be comfy. And so I have these wicked, amazing spandex pants and they're leather. They look like the leather, the shiny, draw attention to yourself kind of leather pants. And so I go, I have a bright red 
uh, super fuzzy, but like has some glimmer in, in it too, uh, red sweater. So like this outfit says, look at me. I am not a wallflower hiding behind something or someone else with this outfit on. It drew attention and my brain lit up. I had a lot of thoughts about what this outfit was doing to my body, what it was doing to my mind. But really the issue was all in my mind from the get go. So let me break this out. So the conference has quite a few people there. It's in a, a really nice hotel. So like in between sessions, you're going out to the restroom, you're going to get lunch, you're rocking around. I am like, I am seeable. You know, I love my lipstick. I love the clothes. I love them. I feel like they look very trendy. And all I could think of is that they would look really good on someone else whose whose body looks completely different than mine. And so I I had to I had to coach myself. That's what that looked like. I got to coach myself. I was at a journaling camp. I got to write all of it down and coach myself. So, what does that look like? It looks like I put these pants on and leathery spandex pants require some effort to put them on. So it's kind of like uh, tight stockings. You don't just put them on like you do your favorite sweatpants. It takes some, some getting them in the right place, making sure all the pants are laid smooth. They're not too high, they're not too low, they're not bunching into your ankles or your knees or your hips. You you put the pants on, like it's it's an adjustment to these pants. And the whole time I have in my head a steady stream of, you're gonna embarrass yourself. These pants are not going to look right on you. Your legs are too big. Your body is not right for this. Your shirt is not long enough to cover your hips. And I had a steady stream of ideas of what my body was supposed to look like going through. And it was loud. It was screaming loud at me while I'm putting the pants on. And I had a feeling it would happen, so I did not bring any extra pants. I did not bring a backup pair. I decided when I packed I was going to wear these. I thought they were super cute. I was going to get my picture taken with my mentor, and I wanted to look super cute. And so I put my pants on, and the whole time I'm telling myself, this is stuff you used to tell yourself. This is not true anymore. You do not even believe it anymore. And the truth is I don't truly believe it, but it still feels like a very rehearsed, very practiced, believable thought. So I am put my pants on, I go downstairs, someone right off the bat says, oh my gosh, those pants. Yes, they did. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, what does that mean? And so, um, and then again, oh, I told myself I shouldn't be wearing these pants. I told myself I'm too big for these pants. I told myself they don't look right on my legs. My, my shirt's not long enough, right? I go into the conference. My mentor has the same exact pants on. Same brand, same exact pair of pants. And so I'm like, hmm, good taste here. We have some good taste in this room. And I had a moment because she was wearing the pants that I thought maybe I could pick, wear the pants too. That cycle went on and on in my head all day long. So it's like a ping pong match, a tennis match, and just pogging the ball back and forth at each other with my thoughts. And so what I finally started doing was, I was like, just stop and think. Do I look terrible in these pants? Am I embarrassing myself? Do I think that I need to go upstairs and put a pair of, like 
dirty pants on just so that I'm not wearing these pants. And the thing is, I just didn't want to deal with my thoughts about the pants. There was nothing immodest about my pants. There was nothing that was too revealing or that, you know, like I had more hanging out than in on my pants. Like my pants fit me. They fit my size and my shape. The spandex makes it so that they fit me very well. I had a lot of thoughts about my body and they were not true. None of them were true. They were just very rehearsed practice things that I used to say all the time to myself. And so what I did to help recenter me, I could get on with my day. I would walk around and I would like feel my legs. I'm a, I do CrossFit. And I'm not saying that you have to do uh, weightlifting or CrossFitting or anything like that to be, um, to love your body. I'm not saying it, that you need to do that to even lose weight, but I have that as part of my habit, my routine habit. I enjoy it. I love that feeling of strong. I love knowing that I am very capable because of my strength. And so I love a lot of that. So for the rest of the day, I would walk around. And when that thought came to my mind, I would touch my legs and I'd be like, my legs are not fat. They are very muscular. And so sometimes I would be like, my booty is very muscular. And so I would just tell myself that on repeat. That is a truthful statement. We all have fat. I have fat around my skin. Um, it's a normal thing. If I search for it, I will find some softness in my thighs and in my booty. But the truth is, I am very muscular. And if you go to feel my legs, they feel rock hard because they're muscular. I can relax them and they will feel soft. And you could for a moment get in your head and think that they're not muscular, but they are very muscular. My legs are. Muscular legs have bulk to them. They have shape. And if I am continually telling myself I'm supposed to look like a Barbie doll, I'm supposed to have very thin thighs and legs and waist, but then I'm supposed to have my strength that I really want to, I go back and forth between bouncing, between wanting to look exactly like Barbie and wanting to be fierce as can be like Wonder Woman. And so I finally had to decide, I just want to be Wonder Woman. She is strong as all get out and I love everything about it. I love the compassion. I love the fierceness. I love the beauty. I love all of that. And I can have that. I know I can because as I was getting over my body, learning to accept it, I just start looking around at other people. And I had a lot of opinions on what pretty looked like. We live in a world where society tells us what pretty is, whether you agree with it or not. And we know that it's an opinion because other countries, they absolutely praise very curvy girls. They think that that is what's most attractive. And so all of their culture is telling people that you should be cur curvy and not so thin. It's just our bodies. And so society tells us what it's supposed to be like. And we want to fit in. We want to be included. We want to be accepted. We want to be enough. And so we go along with it. We believe it too. And so as that's working in our brain, we start thinking, I don't match that standard of what society has set for me. And so then we have to come back to it that I'm not good enough. But that's not true. We have a body. We have a body and it is 
is beautiful. It is fine. Like I absolutely think that there are very uh, many women that have that gorgeous shape to them. That's that like suppleness and by society standards, it would be obese. And I think that they're absolutely gorgeous. Like I find women, I think are, are probably 250, 300 pounds. And there's something about them that has such beauty and grace and just a light when you look at them that I'm drawn to. And they have larger bodies. So I had to start, I had to start kind of fighting some of the ideas of what my standard of what bodies should look like are. So I probably look like a penguin all day because all day I flapped my hands against my thighs so that I could remember my thighs are muscular. They are not fat. My thighs are acceptable and they were before I gained muscle too. And so I would keep that repeat in my head and it's something I had to do intentionally. I had to do that intentionally because it's not something that comes easily even now to me. I have to remember it's what I choose to think about myself and I do believe it. Sometimes I'm influenced by other things too. So I want to hear you, uh, I want you to hear me say that I do not love all parts of my body. I accept every part of my body. So with that being said, I want to get into how you can love your body uh, that you think you hate. So first, just stop hating it. Like hate is such a strong word. Hate means like it's absolutely like disgusting. And like, if you sit in that for a while, you'll probably start saying, but no, you don't know. You don't see what I'm looking at with my clothes off. Just stop for a second. Hatred is a huge emotion. And there is hardly anything I can think of that warrants such hatred. I, I just, I cannot bring myself to hate because the thing is, if I hate my body, that means anyone else who has a body similar to mine or has a body larger than mine, I hate their body. I just do not have it in me to hate that kind of a body on someone else. So I get to not hate mine too. That doesn't mean I love it all. That doesn't even mean I like a lot of it. It just means I refuse to hate it. And that's a decision. That's a decision because I will not hate on bodies of other people. So I will not, I will not allow hatred of my body either. I'm a Christian woman. So I believe God made my body and he, he knew what he was doing. And so that doesn't mean, oh, I jacked it up. Cause I hear women say that too. Yeah. He might've started me with a perfect body and then it got put in my hands and I just messed it all up. Nope. He knew what he was doing. Your body is amazing. You were a one of a kind work of art and that's what he gave you. That is what I truly believe for every single person, including myself. Not saying it's easy to transfer that to yourself, but when I started thinking like what my thoughts were meaning that I was saying to me, I made sure that if I practiced them, um, saying them to someone else, would that feel okay? And that was my filter. If it's not something I would walk up to you on the street and say the exact same thing about your body, I realized those are words of hatred. They were venom and they were hurting me. So I stopped saying them about me. So the first thing, just stop hating it. Decide there's nothing to hate, even if it's not what you love. The opposite of hate is not love. So we need our body. It gets us around. It does a lot of great things for us. And so we want to make sure that 
we have some kind of an appreciation for it. And I'm going to tell you, first off, all I could appreciate was the function of my body. And sometimes not even that because I had a lot of knee pain. I had a lot of joint pain. I was bloated. I had all the things, but my body is self-regulating. It's figuring out how to take care of me. When I had more weight on my body, I did have harder time walking around. My knees hurt. My knee pain was actually trying to protect me. It was saying, hello, warning, warning, something's going on. And when I started listening to it, I didn't hate the knee pain anymore. It was an alert for me to take action. I just needed to know what the action was. So as I learned to appreciate my body, it really did. It started with how can I appreciate what it's doing and what it's capable of? And that was a lot easier for me because yes, my heart pumps and I don't even have to think about it. It's fabulous. I told you from the beginning, I really attached myself to what it was to feel strong. I love that feeling, that ability I have with my strength. I love the way my uh, muscles look when they have some definition to them. I've shared this story before, but it's, it's, it's just so funny to hear it in my head um, as a bystander. So um, when I was first getting into weight loss, and like really trying to learn to love myself, it was it was a battle. It felt like the two people on each shoulder telling you different things in each year. And so I was at a store one day and I'm shopping and I am hyper, I'm hyper aware of food. I'm hyper aware of people's bodies in the beginning. And because that's what my focus was, it's what I was really trying and what things were changing. So I was very focused on this. And so I'm looking at, uh, other people's bodies in the store. As I'm doing it, I see this lady's legs and I was like, see, now those are some nice legs. That is what I want my legs to look like. And I was even contemplating stopping her and telling her how nice her legs were. I was looking at them um, in a reflection uh, kind of across the way. And so then I started to move. Guess what? Those legs moved with me. You already knew where this story was going, didn't you? So as I start to move, those legs move with me and I look up to see where the lady is and it's me. It's a reflection of my own legs. And when I did not see them attached to my body, I not only could appreciate them, I actually loved them. And so as I was walking around for the conference over the weekend with those leather spandex Spanx pants on, I had so many people comment on them and so many people wanted my legs and those pants. And so I had to start telling myself, not only am I acceptable, but I am enviable. And that is a hard pill to swallow when you have had self-deprecating tendencies your whole life. And so my legs are strong and they are shapely. And yes, the pants fit me. And apparently they looked great on me because other people had to comment on them to tell me that they loved my legs and they loved those pants. That takes a minute to sink in. And I still padded my muscles all day long to keep in my head that I have muscular legs. And I, I tell you, I see women with those pants on that have less muscle and more fat than I do. And that looks fine too. I think that it's part of your style and however you put it in there, it's fine. It's the thoughts we have about what we're supposed to do, what we should and shouldn't do. And so that is totally what happened over the weekend. And I had to really sit with that for a minute to, to realize for the first time in my life that my legs, my booty, 
in those pants were enviable. I have not had enviable, I've had enviable hair, enviable eye makeup, eyes, lipstick. I've had enviable of that stuff, but I have not had enviable legs, booty, pants. So that one was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. I tell myself often, my pants are fine. My legs are fine. My underarm, yeah, those little bat wings we call them, I am fine. Everything is fine. And sometimes fine is as good as I can get in my brain. And so I appreciate my body, even if I don't love all the parts of it. So I love it because I have that gratitude. I love it, my body because I appreciate it so much. Think of a small child, a, tenter, a temper tantrum child. You are not loving that temper tantrum, but yet you still love the child. You love that child fiercely. And sometimes you love them more because whatever is causing the temper tantrum, you understand it. And so I understand I don't really love all the parts of my body because of insecurities, because I was overweight and now my skin isn't as smooth as it used to be and, and never will be. Um, sometimes you used to think like, gosh, I don't want to lose weight if it means I'm going to have all of this cellulite, if it means I'm going to have all this loose skin or wrinkles. I can tell you I wasn't a cup of tea to have, you know, the extra 60 pounds on my body either. So which, if you're going to feel, if you're going to feel bad, which bad do you choose? And so I would rather feel the bad of the cellulite and thinking that I would prefer smoother skin, even though my clothes fit better, my breathing is 100% better, I can do amazing things. So as you learn to appreciate, that appreciation grows into love. And 100%, I said this already, you have to normalize all bodies and accept yours. So normalizing all bodies, I did that for quite a while to be very intentional. I would look at everybody and their body and I would look at them because in the beginning I was so hypercritical, hyper-focused on bodies that it did, it came across very critical of other people and that hurt my heart. I, I like to think of myself as a loving, compassionate person, and I just never extended that to myself. So as I made it uh, about other people, I was able to start practicing it for myself too. So, and then the thing is, you you focus on the parts you admire. People are not highlighting their worst attributes, right? We have entire haircuts to show off the part of our face that looks better. We have clothes that are completely cut and designed so that it will maximize and minimize whatever it is that you want to draw attention to or away from. Your style is the only thing that is your guideline. I will never say, oh, this shape body should be in this, but there are so many different styles for you to pick from you get to decide what that looks like on you. And so as you focus on the parts you admire, definitely play those up. Just stop hating the parts that you don't love. So learn to accept them. Maybe even admire your body for its ability. And that's where love starts to grow in a body that you hate. Okay, full circle this for a second. Remember at the beginning, I talked about Uncle Bocephus. And that's what uh, my mentor calls him. And so that uncle, that aunt, that whoever it is that's going to be at your family gathering, and they're going to feel like it's free reign for them to be able to just 
speak openly about your body. And they're going to say it so matter-of-factly. And whether there is any ounce of truth to it or not, it is none of their business what the shape of your body is. If you do not want to hear it, then you put it through that filter and you throw it right back out. And so they said words. That's what I want you to hear. I don't want you to hear, like, I know I felt so good hearing that people liked my legs, but guess what? I didn't believe it in the beginning. And so as I have practiced this again and again, I've been able to accept compliments without thinking that they're lying or that they're wrong. They're telling me something, but it had to all start with my filter. So as people say things, they're saying words, I get to filter it whether I want to keep it or throw it. And so it doesn't make them a bad person. They just are saying things that maybe are not words you'd want to hear from another person. And so I boil it down to that so that I can still love the family members, the public, whoever it is that all think they need to compliment or criticize my waistline or whatever. I had a woman who asked me, and she actually said this like it was endearing. And she's someone who I know loves me. So she said, do you think that it's a problem to be a weight loss coach when you haven't lost as much weight as you want yet? So she had some definite opinions that apparently I was supposed to be a very specific size and shape. And I said, well, I have lost weight. I understand how it is. I know what they're going through. So I think I'm the perfect person to help them lose weight. And I am very relatable. I can tell you that my clients, they love when I get to let them in on areas that I'm struggling with. So they're going to love hearing about this silly pants thing all day long because it makes me real for them. They're, they love when they hear that like I overate or I, I had a stress eat. And it's not because they want to cheer me on in doing things that, you know, are not helping my weight loss. It just makes me a real person. So yes, I think I'm the perfect person to help you lose weight, even though I'm still losing some myself. I understand what it's been like. I understand what it is like. And so yes, I think that makes me the perfect person to help you lose the weight that you want. I understand. So, okay, that's all I've got for you this week. Make sure that you jump on coachingcara.com forward slash free course and get started with that so that you can have a great holiday too. See ya. That wraps up another empowering episode of the Concierge Weight Loss Podcast. I hope you found inspiration and actionable insights that will propel you towards your weight loss goals. If you're ready to dive deeper and accelerate your progress, don't miss out on our free five-day quick start weight loss course. Head over to coachingcara.com forward slash free course to gain access to a wealth of valuable resources, guidance, and support. The time for change is now, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Remember, your transformation starts with a single step. Take that step today and unlock the life you deserve. Stay tuned for our next episode, and remember to keep striving for greatness.